Hour number two of the show here. Good to be with you, Minneapolis, St. Paul. It is the Matt McNeil Show. 952-946-6205. 952-946-6205. Coming up here in a little bit, Michael Broadcorp comes in to, I, I don't want to say it's it's our, it's our funeral speech for the Viking season, but it's probably going to be the funeral speech for the Viking season. We'll talk to him about uh, the loss last week as well as uh, the game coming up. But uh, there was a, a little bit of a, a shocker of a news story that came on out where the Teamster, Teamsters chief uh, went and met with Trump uh, at Mar-a-Lago. And obviously this is what? Yeah, exactly. Rick Smith. The Rick Smith Show airs at 8 o'clock weeknights right here on AM 950. He, of course, has got his fingers on the pulse of the union worker in this country. We had to get him on the air to talk about this. Hey, Rick. Matt, how are you, brother? I'm doing very well out there. Uh, how are you doing, man? It's 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 uh, it's 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 good to see you still fighting the, the good fight for the union worker, man. Uh, somebody's got to. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this, and i got to tell you, it's... Uh... Uh, I didn't believe it at first. At first, I, you know, the, the first reaction I saw, I saw the picture uh, that was sent to me, and I'm uh, going, no, that's got to be Photoshop. Nobody would do something that stupid. And, uh, yeah, the, the Teamsters actually tweeted out the fact that they, their general president, Sean O'Brien, who I've met, uh, who I voted for, who I like, who I'm pulling for, who I think did a great job uh, on the UPS contract and I have great hope for in the future, um, I, whoever whoever thought this was a good idea, whatever consulted uh, gave him this bit of this nugget of an idea, should probably be fired. But when I saw this, I'm going, you know, I um, I don't get it. I don't get the point. No. Uh, why would you make the pilgrimage down to Magalago down there, um, knowing what what Trump has done? I mean, this is the the problem. And what's interesting to me, Matt, and um, you know, I'm looking at the picture that that the Teamsters put out in their in their tweet. Uh, saying that, hey, we're going to sit down with the, uh, with, with, we sat down with Trump and had a you know, productive discussion and all this nonsense. And the picture that they gave of, of Trump giving the, the, the big smiley thumbs up and O'Brien standing there kind of like, you know, with this look on his face and this, this demeanor, you know, kind of like a guy who was cheating on his girlfriend and just realized it was a bad idea. Um, that's the picture that the Teamsters put out. <laughs> Trump I... put out a picture of both of them doing the thumbs up. So not only did, did did Trump, you know, basically get the message that he wanted that that the unions, you know, are are listening to him. Um he he basically backdoored him on the messaging on on, you know, how it went as well. The okay, we should make sure we mention here. I I would be stunned if the UAW does not go with Joe Biden for the reason being is that Joe Biden was the first president ever to walk a line. If well, they, the UAW may. I mean, the Teamsters, on the other hand, the UAW, uh, have, have a history of you know of bucking, you know, going their own way sometimes. And and I've said it. To, if if there is going to be a, a a national union that does back Trump, the Teamsters could be because O'Brien is is new in the in the thing. Uh, is is got a, a different you know mindset. Um, I, I can't imagine, given the fact that Biden did get the Butch Lewis Act passed and saved multi-employer pension funds in this system, in this country, which is why this this just so curious of why the decision to go to, to Mag-a-Lago 
and and sit down with Trump. Look, I understand if Trump were to come to D.C. and sit at the at the Teamsters headquarters, you know, much like they're saying, hey, there's going to be a roundtable. Absolutely. You invite him into your roundtable. You treat him like everybody else. But this idea that you, you're making us a, a pilgrimage uh, down to Magalago down there to meet with him, to kiss the ring, this... The, this this is the wrong the wrong messaging all the way, especially a couple of days before January sixth. Because well, now we're not talking about January sixth. Well, O'Brien is is okay. He his whole argument and the Teamsters they, their whole argument is he has met with other members of 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 candidates who are running, including Kennedy, uh, Dean Phillips, and stuff like this. They're they're just meeting everyone to dot eyes and cross t's, which that might be what he's doing. I got. I think your point about the photos is kind of an interesting side note. But I, I I'm, is, is, can, is, is, you know, I know it's terrestrial radio, and I know I'm supposed to be a, a radio professional. Is is can I say the full BS word? No, you can't. Okay, so, <laughs> but you you know what I'm saying here. <laughs> yeah, just so I can get that out there, bull. Well, let, let's go with that uh, because here's the thing with that. Um, you didn't make a special trip to all of those places. You didn't go down to uh, you know to Kennedy's compound. You didn't go to all of these places. Did he go show up in Minnesota? Was he there to meet with Phillips? I, I I missed that photo op. I didn't see that. No. Yeah. So I'm not buying that. Uh, this was something different, and that that's where I have a problem with this. And here's my other problem. We know what Trump will do based on what Trump did. Trump was a very bad president for working people. You go back and you look at what he did while he was president. Everything that he did was on the side of corporate power. He doesn't support workers' rights to organize. He doesn't support collective bargaining. He doesn't support the right to strike. He is on tape saying he supports right to work. Um, You know, he's the guy who appointed Neil Gorsuch to the Supreme Court that brought us the Janus decision that gave us a right-to-work country for for public sector workers. Uh, Does any of this ring a bell, maybe? I mean, this is a guy who time after time has sided with, with corporate power. This is a guy who's NLRB, never missed an opportunity to side with corporate power. In fact, many of my labor friends during the Trump years stopped bringing cases to the NLRB because Trump's NLRB was so bad. Now, Trump, Trump's NLRB was horrible. Biden's NLRB has been magnificent for working people. Let me say this again. They have been outstanding. They have done absolutely everything I could have possibly imagined, and then some. And I can imagine some pretty great things. <laughs> well, you brought up Trump and his history. The, the one of the things that I, I think about is, forget about him just as president, which you shouldn't. I mean, he's been horrible to the union worker there. But his entire modus operandi has been the same thing, to double-cross unions on contracts, pay them far less than they agree to work for him, and do it with a smile on his face. It's yep. not like there's a mystery here. He has a long, long, long resume of hating unions, double-crossing unions. He can't be trusted. The idea that any union would think that this is a good idea is an absolute joke. No, absolutely. And, and look, you know, Trump's a scab. He's crossed picket lines. <laughs> why, you, why you platform that person, I don't know. Now, look, what I'm being told by, by folks that I know is, 
Uh, this was a, you know, you, you, got, you know how D.C. PR people work. Hey, you know, we've got a little lull. You know, we have the high of the UPS negotiations. You know, we need to get some energy. We need to get some activity. Um, you know, maybe this will generate some attention. Well, it's getting some attention. All bad attention. And, and in D.C., you know, any attention is, is, is positive. Well, this is not. This is not good. This is not, this is not helpful, especially at a time when, you know, Republicans, and I've been saying this for the last couple of years, Republicans have been trying to make a play for organized labor for a little while. Uh, you, you've got the Josh Hollies of the world, the Marco Rubios of the world, trying to make themselves less, appear to be less anti-worker. Their voting records, mm, still horribly anti-worker, but their rhetoric, they, they appear to try. Mm-hmm. And this, to me, is another one of those moments where Republicans are trying to make a, a play for for union money. Not, you're not going to get the votes. I mean, the, the, the union voters are going to vote the way they're going to vote. Uh, but this is, this is a play for the money and to take some away from Democrats. If, if that were to happen, that would be a major win for, for Republicans. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think in this case it's going to happen. I think the blowback that O'Brien's getting right now... And, and from what I hear, there's mutiny going on on the ship. Uh, I think the lesson is going to be learned. But um, this this was a major this was a major mistake, I believe. Well, okay, and we had this, and I had you on to talk about this before. The state in, in, in Minnesota here, we had the Carpenters Union. Uh, I think it was in 20, it was 2020, 2016. I can't remember exactly. They endorsed Trump in the state. It was one of the few unions. I mean, the police unions did, and he they did. And I had the Carpenters Union guy here, and I said, you do understand. And not only did they endorse Trump, but they also endorsed Republicans uh, in the state and, and that, that were running for office. And I said, you do understand that if that local Republican is the tie-breaking vote to kill your union, they're going to, the guy that says that they're on your side will run up with cameras rolling with a smile on their face and destroy your union in a heartbeat. And yep. yet they just, they... This, there's this mentality. It's like I see, we see it in Minnesota, too, with these nurses unions that are voting down unions right now. Uh, they're going off the union. And you, they, the mentality is, well, the other unions will save us. And I think that that's a really stupid way because eventually you do get to that break point where they're not going to be able to save you. And then all of a sudden everything is gone. No, and that's, that's the problem here. And you, you pointed out a moment ago that you know, nothing, you, nothing comes out of Trump's mouth you can believe because he's going he's gonna to double cross and backstab you. Uh, and and I don't know what the you know again I don't know what 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 the idea was uh, to pull all this together. Uh, I don't know why this happened the way it did, but it was a major mistake. Now someone said, well, you know, should he have met with him at all? I go, yeah, of course you meet with him. Uh, if Trump were to come to uh, to D.C. and 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 go to O'Brien's office, yeah, absolutely, like any other candidate, certainly you meet with him. You don't turn him away. Hey, look, if he came to my office, I'd meet with him. It's it's this it's the platforming of of Trump. It's it's the fact that he made the the overt act to go to Magalago uh, to to meet with him and and elevate this meeting to something very special. That's the problem that I have with it well, um, because this this sends a whole different message in my view. Did, wasn't O'Brien just with the, that knucklehead from Oklahoma? in the Senate who wanted to start a fight with him. It's not like the Republicans, any, yeah, they had an actual Senator. Bernie Sanders had to basically yeah. rein in Mulwine, wasn't it? As I think it was, yeah. you know, they uh, had Mark a, Wayne Mullen, Mark Wayne, Wayne Mullen. Mullen. Yeah. And yeah, uh, but here's the thing, you know, I got to be completely fair. 
And in, you know, this is completely fair. O'Brien started it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, with his tweet, you know, anytime, Cowboy, uh, anywhere, anytime, Cowboy, was the tweet. You go, uh, I, I, the day he tweeted, I go, this, is gonna, this might get him a butt whooping. I, I, in fact, I said this on air. He may have to take a butt whooping for this. Because uh, I would have to. If I said it and I, I'd back it up, I'd have to, I'd have to go down there and take a whipping. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd still, he's a, he's a, he's a teamster. I, I'll put 20 on him. Okay, and I should mention, I brought up UAW, uh, not the teamsters, but the UAW, didn't Trump back in September basically threaten yep. the UAW saying, if you don't support me, I will destroy you, basically? Well, no, what he did is he, he's making a play, again, where they're making a play for the, the members by saying, you know, your, your leadership is selling you out. Uh, because Trump was, you know, basically trying to talk to the members, saying, your leadership is demanding too much. They want too much for you. And, and you know, look, you know, when, when Biden was going to walk, when Biden walked on the picket line, Trump went to Michigan. He went to a, a manufacturing company, uh, of which, you know, the, uh, uh, the, the owner was there with, you know, you, with auto worker signs, which, which is hysterical. Uh, but Fain handled it properly. And that, this is the thing that I think is important to remember. There's a way to handle Trump. And I thought Sean Fain did an amazing job of it by saying, look, you know, at the end of the day, you know, our job is to take on uh, these billionaires. He says with every fiber of our union is being poured into fighting the billionaire class and an economy that enriches people like Donald Trump at the expense of workers. He said we can't keep electing billionaires and millionaires that don't have any understanding what it's like to live paycheck to paycheck and struggle to get by by expecting them to solve the problems of the working class. I thought that was brilliant. I think Sean Fain is, is brilliant in handling this. Now, look, he beats up on Biden, too, but not, not in a way that is like this, a massive slap in the face. Yeah. I mean, i got to tell you, you know, it, and the White House started already kind of pushing back on this. There was an L.A. Times piece. You know, there, there's some stuff. This isn't good, especially, you know, as we head into election season. I don't, I don't think it's good. Well, and one last question about this, then, is, is do you think that this is the Teamsters basically saying, hey, the, 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 the Democrats are going to be there anyway? I mean, we already know he, they're on board with us. So, you know, you know it's, we can go and get into bed with the Republicans because where are the where where are the the Democrats going to go? They'll always be a reliable vote for us. So is do you think that there's some kind of trying to play both sides of the coin thing? I mean, I mean clearly there is some of that going on. But I mean, are we looking at something on a much larger scale uh, as we get closer to the election? I, I got to tell you, it's it's my view that this is um, someone who's whispering in in President O'Brien's ear uh, that hey, you know, you don't know. We we should probably you know hedge our bets a little bit, go meet with, with Trump, have dinner with him, you know, play nice. Uh, you've said a lot of bad things about him, uh, but hey, you know, you know, do this and, and you know, we'll, 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 we're going to probably, we're going to endorse Biden. But if he wins, if Trump wins, at least we've got this. I, I think there's that kind of triangulation you know, with the consultant class. Okay. Uh, uh, you, you know how this stuff works. You know, there yeah. are people who are soulless, who, who don't, who, who don't, who don't get the, the, the ultimate message. Uh, so I think I'm, I'm going to give President O'Brien the benefit of the doubt that this wa- this was a bad piece of PR consultant work, and that they should probably fire that consultant. Obviously, you're going to have more on this tonight, eight o'clock hour. The Rick Smith Show is right here on AM nine fifty. Rick, uh, as always, thank you very much for the insight. I appreciate it. Happy New Year to you, my friend. 
You as well, my brother. Take care. Rick Smith. The Rick Smith Show, once again, 8 o'clock tonight, right here on AM 950. Let's take a break. Come on back. The Matt McNeil Show on AM 950.